Welcome back to Teaching Matters, the University of Edinburgh's hub for discussing, promoting, and showcasing teaching and learning around the university. We are a website, blog, podcast, and possibly most importantly, a small group of people passionate about providing platforms for conversations surrounding teaching and learning. This episode is the fifth and final of our Wikimedia series, which celebrates Wikimedia's 21st birthday. Titled Wikimedia and History, this episode features a conversation about how the two subjects are interconnected. Particularly, today's participants discuss the Scotland Slavery and Black History Project, in which academic staff, the Student History Society, and volunteer undergraduate and postgraduate students were invited to improve public knowledge of Scotland's Black history and to help make Scotland's deep connections to Atlantic slavery better understood. Now, around 15,000 words have been added to four new articles, with an additional 56 being improved. These pages have been viewed over one million times, one being about John Baptist Philip, who studied at the University of Edinburgh in the 19th century and wrote a pamphlet called Free Mulatto, which argued for greater rights for people of mixed African and European descent in Trinidad. Another is on Jesse Ewing Glasgow Jr., an African-American intellectual and student at the University of Edinburgh who authored a radical pamphlet about John Brown's Harper Ferry Raid in 1859. And finally, Improvements were made to the page about Henry Dundas, the controversial politician who was a focal point following the media coverage of the back-and-forth discussions on his activity in relation to slavery. You can find these projects and more in the episode description and blog post. Without further ado, here is today's conversation. Hello, uh, my name is Ewan McAndrew and I work as the Wikimedian in Residence at the University of Edinburgh. Um, this is a podcast discussion about Wikipedia and history. And I'm joined today by a whole host of interesting and fascinating people. First and foremostly, we have Lucy Crompton-Reed, Chief Executive of Wikimedia UK, and Hannah Rothman, who is a classics undergraduate at Uh, the University of Edinburgh, who has created some resources to make Wikipedia easier to engage with. And we have Professor Diana Payton, uh, lecturer at the University of Edinburgh and the William Robertson Chair of History. And we also are joined with Grace King and Shan Davis and Lucy Parfit, who are all studying history. We have three history students and a professor of history to all start talking about Wikipedia and history and how these two subjects converge. Let let me start with a quote, actually, about... uh, I was interested, I read on the weekend that Kurt Vonnegut was uh, talking about what history actually is. He said that, and what did the great British historian Edward Gibbon have to say about the human record so far? He said, history is indeed little more than the register of the crimes, follies and misfortune of mankind. And the same could be said about this morning's New York Times. Edward Gibbon's dates, 1737 to 1794. So history is just the crimes, follies and misfortunes of mankind. Do you agree, uh, Diana Payton? No, I think history is a lot more than 
than that, history is also the uh, resourcefulness of human beings and their struggles and efforts to overcome some of those crimes and follies. And it's also a whole no- load of other things that are not about primarily about the kinds of political sort of implications of that quote. I think uh, there's a whole range of sort of cultural elements of history that are really, really important to investigate and to think about how they interact with the more kind of traditional, conventional sort of political elements of history that possibly are being indicated there by, by Gibbon. So, I mean, I, I, I was kind of hoping that you would take issue with it and that it would uh, present a little sort of taste of where we could go with the conversation as well. But the idea of that the 18th century Edward Gibbon talking about history and the idea of history being recorded in the New York Times or in Wikipedia and all different formats and what it actually means for this newest of digital platforms, this recording of history. So what I'm interested in now is about the project that we undertook and how it came about that uh, Lucy Parfit, from her role as president of the University of Edinburgh History Society, got involved. Lucy, uh, how did did that come about? Yeah, thanks, Ian. We were approached by Diana, who had this sort of project in mind, and I think uh, she had been sort of looking at the uh, Wikipedia page of Henry Dundas and was sort of confronted with some issues to do with his role in abolition and how that was represented on that page and said to the society would this be something you'd be interested in getting involved with now as a society separately to that we've been thinking a lot about since uh, the Black Lives Matter protests over summer what we as a student society as an academic society and as a history society like what our jobs roles were going forward um, in the new academic year to confront some of the issues with, you know, our majority white university uh, institutional racism, what we as a majority white committee had maybe done wrong badly in the past and, and what we could do going forward. So we thought this was a good project to hop on board with. Um, and it's interesting you brought up that quote, you know, because I think one of the main things that we found with the project is a like big part of that was highlighting some of the more positive individual instances of of humanity and excellence and interest within black history and Scottish black history that perhaps wasn't so prevalent on the platform before so yeah we thought it was a great project and also historians always need more digital skills than we have probably. Diana you obviously did a a lecture on uh, Henry Dundas last summer I believe oh it was a was a discussion event you did? It was actually I chaired a discussion I coordinated a discussion with some um, historians who've written about Henry Dundas in the context of a big debate in the city about the Henry Dundas statue in St Andrews Square which came up well which has been being debated for a number of years actually in a campaign led by in particular by Sir Geoffrey Palmer who's been advocating a change to the plaque that doesn't acknowledge uh, or didn't acknowledge his role in the debates over the abolition of the slave trade. And he'd been arguing for that for a number of years. But then during last summer's Black Lives Matter protests, that became the focus of of a lot more discussion in the city. So, yeah, I coordinated an event where, where we had 
three scholars speaking about um, Dundas's work role in relation to to slavery then. And as part of that, I became aware that the this Wikipedia page about Dundas was being uh, had had a lot of edits made to it. And in my view, it sort of skewed a lot of the edits sort of skewed away from the mainstream historiography around Dundas. So my interest in doing this project kind of started with that, but actually quite rapidly I became I started thinking about lots of other things that could be done on Wikipedia to more broadly improve representation of Scotland's connections to the economy of Atlantic slavery and black history within Scotland. And that's really the project that I approached the History Society about working with me on. So as part of the project, we did look at the Dundas page and we did some edits on the Dundas page, but we were really interested in looking at a whole range of other pages as well, because there's actually lots more to this story about Scotland and slavery in Scotland and black history than this very specific debate about Dundas that has consumed a lot of attention and been quite important, but potentially can dominate the discussion a bit too much, I think. So I was really pleased to work with the other participants in the project about this range of different pages and and issues. And Grace and Shan, um, you were nodding away. What was the sort of motivation for you to sort of get involved in the project? Yeah, so I was interested in this project kind of, it was was kind of twofold. First of all, I studied uh, American Black Studies, U.S. Black Studies in my undergrad. So when I saw that there was a project on slavery and Black history in Scotland, I figured I'm in Scotland, I should, you know, educate myself a bit more on this topic since I'm here. And then I also really enjoyed the fact that It was going to be a Wikipedia project. This was something that was new to me and something that just made me really excited off the bat because something that I think is really important is accessibility in knowledge consumption, in education. And I understand that I'm very privileged. I'm on my second degree as a scholar in history. And I think it's a huge responsibility for historians to share this knowledge with the general public. And Wikipedia, I would argue, is probably... The most accessible website, you know, it's the first one that pops up on most of our search browsers. And I just thought, especially after seeing what happened with the Black Lives Matter resurgence, I had a lot of friends reach out to me asking for book recommendations and things like this because they knew I had studied this in school. And I just think it shows how important it is to have this information out there for everyone to consume. And it helps with, you know, breaking down misinformation and things like this and in in history where the history historiography is constantly changing i think having a site like wikipedia that also can be updated and edited along with the changing scholarship and and newfound research is just a really excellent source for everyone uh, well I, I you're not going to hear any arguments from me on that it's really interesting to to hear that that enthusiasm and and Chan, would you sort of echo uh, some of that or? Yeah, no, definitely. I think there was also kind of the two reasons. So, it kind of as uh, related to my own area of research, but interested in kind of 
British um, imperialism and links of colonialism. Um, I'm from Wales, so I've been looking at, at Wales specifically, but it was interesting to me to kind of look at Scotland as well. And then also, secondly, kind of the opportunity to learn new skills with some kind of interface that I had obviously used so much, <laughs> probably more than I should have in my first year of university, <laughs> but um, had no kind of idea of how it even worked. And I, I thought you had to like pay to make pages and stuff. Like I had loads of misconceptions about how Wikipedia was made and how it changes and stuff. So yeah, I was excited about the idea of researching something that I'm interested in anyway, and also kind of gaining new tools and learning about kind of something that's so well-renowned and uh, notable, I guess, but I had, yeah, probably misconceptions about how it operated and how kind of user-friendly it actually is, which I was personally surprised by. So um, those are the things that kind of drew me to the project. The participants, both explicitly and through their discussion of the project, make quite the case that history is not simply the register of the crimes, follies, and misfortune of mankind. It was fun to hear about how this project came together and the intentionality brought to creating and editing these pages which relate to slavery and racism. I also found the influence of the Black Lives Matter movement on the project interesting, with Diana detailing how it led to more conversations around Edinburgh, and Grace speaking on how friends of hers reached out for more information at the time, and how Wikipedia can be an accessible, always updating platform for educating oneself on the history of systemic racism. Now, the conversation turns to something that's been a focal point of this series, the othering of Wikipedia in academic spaces, and thoughts on what its role can be, along with a more in-depth look at the formation of this project. So I'm interested sort of in the the process of how this now works, but also just the fact that there is this sort of othering of Wikipedia in academic context sometimes, and that, that you've all sort of mentioned that it, there's awareness of it, but it's maybe not been formalized as part of your degree program as yet and about what your relationship should be with it. Uh, does anyone have any sort of thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'd absolutely agree with that. And I think particularly like with this project where the topic is so politicized and people are very passionate especially since our summer we had a lot of really interesting conversations with not only like internally but we brought in like the student group black ed and we had like our launch event with lisa williams and tom tom cunningham and we had lots of really interesting discussions about how do you reconcile your own sort of like personal passion or other people's or sensitive topics and your sensitivity to a topic with trying to relay information in accordance with sort of Wikipedia's own like principles, I guess. And I and I think that idea that it's a particularly sensitive set of histories that we're dealing with. Interestingly, Sean, I had a kind of opposite view to Wikipedia where I didn't think you had to pay to make pages. I thought anyone could come in and edit anything and there wasn't any sort of regulatory processes which sort of, you know, made sure that everything was like safe and and well researched and and well cited and all this stuff so I thought gosh if we're working with such sensitive subject areas how do you safeguard that from like being hijacked or I don't know how and also as a like majority white group of people how do we approach that 
properly without yeah and and we have the platform and the privilege to use the platform and we have this time and energy to like come on and work on this project uh, how do we know that someone who is I don't know more I mean for me like this is not my background I've just finished my undergrad so someone who has more academic experience in this area or even someone who's more like sort of personally connected to these histories how am I not overtaking their like space in doing this so I think yeah there are a lot of misconceptions about Wikipedia and you know a bit wary of it in in academic context but I was really really like shocked and quite excited to see all this sort of regulation of it and all the the sort of chats that I know Diana got involved with on the Henry Dundas page about like people going back and forth editing it and how people um, like interestingly um, interact with each other whilst editing it or editing particular particular sections of pages and stuff like that. Yeah so uh, I mean it's the, the sort of machinations as well the these sort of processes of of even beginning to sort of sit down and write on a page before you've even got up to that stage we had to have this discussion about how to structure the project how much time we were going to have on it who was going to be involved how did how do we safeguard these pages for, and safeguard that people are coming with the right motivations or that we're not going to come with some implicit biases choosing the which pages to work on as well and trying to find the availability of sources these were all considerations uh, particularly as this was a remote project that we that ran from november to end of january dana uh, do you want to sort of outline some of the thinking that went through and how that sort of manifests itself in the end yeah i mean it was Quite a lot of planning went into it in the end um, between well, me, you, Ewan, and then Lucy and the other people who are in the, the History Society. So we had quite a number of, of conversations about you know, how should we actually do this? How do we recruit people and so on? And we also had conversations with, with Blackhead, the, the, the student uh, organisation, about you know their understanding of what would be positive. So in the end, we went for four session model and, and this is all happening outside of the formal curriculum so we were asking people to um, basically give of their of their time to act as volunteers they weren't getting any kind of university credit for this it wasn't an assignment and I think if I was incorporating editing Wikipedia into a, a course it would be really really different from from how this went uh, and one of the things I really appreciated and enjoyed about the project was the fact that we ended up with people from uh, I'm not sure that we had any first year students but we certainly had second year students third year students fourth year students master's students PhD students people who had just finished their PhD and then me as an academic member of staff all working together in a pretty flat kind of relatively equal kind of way obviously some of us have more experience some of us had set up the project and others were just coming to it as volunteers but we were kind of it was very cooperative it felt felt to me anyway and that's something I found really valuable about it and seeing students at lots of different levels working with each other I think was great to go back to your question you so we had had this initial kind of basically information sharing event about the subject about Black history and Scottish history and slavery. And as Lucy mentioned, we had two visiting speakers there. One was 
Lisa Williams, who is from the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Caribbean Association and does brilliant um, walking tours of the city um, about Edinburgh's black history. And the other was Tom Cunningham, who's been involved in the Uncover Ed project and done a lot of research with others about the university and its African, Asian and Latin American and Caribbean alumni. Um, so they spoke from a kind of content point of view. And we had quite a big audience at that meeting. I can't remember how many people came, but maybe 50 or so people were there. And then subsequent to that, we asked people to, if they wanted to, to, to volunteer to be involved in a bit more of a consistent way. And I think we ended up with about 12 or 13 participants who stuck it out for the, the remaining three sessions that involved um, talking about issues about race and, and language in Wikipedia and then also the, the technical sides, uh, training us how to actually do the editing. We divided up into to twos and threes with people deciding on their um, as a group which pages they wanted to take responsibility for and then people went away and did did the work. Um, sometimes some of, we did some of the editing actually in the sessions themselves uh, and then finally came back and shared what we'd all done um, with each other. So it was kind of ongoing process over about a month of fairly intense work, which at the beginning brought in quite a lot of people and then sort of funneled down a bit to a, to a smaller number. Uh, and hopefully now we'll kind of funnel out again in that um, those articles are now there, the ones that we created and the ones that we edited and that work is is there to be kind of used and, and read and will inform people, although in ways that we probably won't ever really know, you know, what's happening in terms of how those are being read and used. It's interesting the point you raised about sort of the this being down outside the formal curriculum and the mix of that, that allowed you in terms of undergraduates and postgraduates and different year levels and just having that relationship between academic sort of interacting a bit more on a project as well and that that's something that the school of law were quite interested in as well they they couldn't find a place for wikipedia work within the curriculum because they wanted the work to be situated where a postgraduate could work could collaborate with an undergraduate on a on a set on improving pages related to the study of law they felt that that collaboration between different year levels was important and it's something that we've, we've found from uh, the very first Edinburgh editing event was that we if we got sort of um, colleagues from different disciplines into the same room and along with uh, academic support librarians and archivists as well it was more about the bringing together of different skill sets and different experiences and just have where the conversation about copyright and neutral point of view and uh, the, the, the reliability of sources. These were all really positive, helpful discussions that were useful in their professional work life. But they, they found the, those interactions just almost just as important as the editing itself. I think the way that it did bring people from all different backgrounds and skill levels and, and research levels is really important. I think it just alludes to Wikipedia as a site in general. And I think echoing um, what Sean and Lucy said about our preconceived notions going into the project, I think 
my my preconceived notions were definitely busted down, but in in an interesting way where I realized that there was much more security and you couldn't just put whatever you wanted. You need you need to cite things and there's people that are looking at these edits and things like this. So it made me feel more secure in looking at Wikipedia as a as a resource just for my own um, day to day knowledge. But also it made me feel like it more confident in now in the future I feel more confident that I can go onto Wikipedia if I see something that I think is missing or if I see something that I know could be added a source that could be important to whatever page I'm on I now feel like I have that confidence to use this skill set in the future whereas before I would have never even thought even if I saw something was wrong I just would have maybe passed it off and, and gone to a different site whereas now I feel like I have those skills and and feel equipped to to make those kinds of of changes uh, someone will be listening to that uh, very interestedly that's Hannah Rothman who who's worked last summer uh, for us uh, as a Wikimedia intern and uh, um, also studying classics at the University of Edinburgh as well. And so th that's what I'm sort of interested in as well. And Hannah can maybe speak about that work a little, um, about how easy or not you found actually engaging with Wikipedia. Deciding to engage is one thing. How, how you found the editing process is, is something else. So I'm going to ask Hannah to speak a little bit about, about the work she did to improve that. But I also want other people to start thinking about the, the kind of history that's represented on Wikipedia and the kind of history that's represented in this, the work that you're doing and that sort of gap and how we bridge the gap and whether the work of making Wikipedia to engage with is something that can help bridge that gap or if it's still going to be always a different beast? Um, yeah, so actually speaking of misconceptions of Wikipedia, on um, I'm not going to name and shame, but one of my lecturers gave us some guidance on resources and references and they pointed out to us that because Wikipedia could be edited by anyone, we should not be using it you know, as that's a bad thing. And really, I, I, maybe there was some underlying or bold formatting to really emphasise this point to us. And I think that is a the kind of the surprise or the shock that you think anyone can edit it, so therefore it must be bad. And so teaching people how to use Wikipedia correctly or the importance of citations which have already been um, mentioned and what sort of citations you're using and where your references come from and the language that you write and so that it's clear and that you're not. And I mean, neutral point of view is a really key part of Wikipedia and the nonpartisan aspect. And I think explaining this to people in a clear way is what, what um, we tried to do last summer will really make it a much, not much better, but it will make it a, a resource used more widely and hopefully more respected by people um, and academia as well, because at the moment still it is quite, people are quite dismissive of the role that Wikipedia plays. <laughs> yeah, I think that's quite a complicated one because I also wouldn't advise my students to cite Wikipedia still, even though I've advised them to edit it. I wouldn't advise them to cite it. But I also wouldn't advise them to cite any encyclopedia article, actually. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I don't discourage them from using it for a kind of quick check of something or other. And, you know, I 
I think probably every lecturer uses Wikipedia just to check somebody's dates or, you know, where was this person born or, you know, some something like that that you need to, to, to know. But, I mean, one of the things I was struck by, and I think, um, Lucy, you kind of alluded to in this style of um, the, the neutral point of view that you have to adopt when you're writing a Wikipedia article, the, um, the sort of format that Wikipedia articles follow that's really, really different from an academic essay or an academic piece of work. It's almost the opposite, whereas, you know, you're always telling students you need, you need to be making an argument. Your argument needs to be clear and uh, supported. And a Wikipedia article is supposed to be not making an argument. And there's a question whether anything can be really not making an argument or if it's just sort of leaving its argument very implicit. But I suppose I, I think that the difference is, um, uh, the thing I would say to colleagues is, think about why we're discouraging students from citing Wikipedia. It's not because we think it's all wrong. It's because we think that they need to be using articles and journals and and books that are kind of engaged in a scholarly discussion in order to be kind of writing sort of higher level stuff. But the occasional sort of factual stuff is is reasonably likely to be uh, accurate in, in Wikipedia. It might be skewed, though. Sometimes it's skewed in really weird ways of just kind of the the relative amounts of material in the article on one or one aspect of the topic it depends on people's interests so I'll, I'll bring in Lucy Crompton Reed now who has uh, been waiting patiently and listening uh, to the discussion and Lucy's uh, uh, chief executive at Wikimedia UK and uh, I, I wonder what you, you, you've thought about listening to uh, what Professor Diana Payton and the, the, the students on this project have been saying thus far. I mean, there's so much to respond to. I wanted to really pick up on Diana's point about not encouraging students to cite Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not a source. It's a source aggregator. Of course, they shouldn't be citing Wikipedia, but they can go to Wikipedia as an introduction to a topic and dig deeper into the references there and get into that scholarly discussion um, that Diana referenced. So I think that's really important, even as the, the charity promoting Wikipedia in the UK. We're not saying to course leaders you know, encourage your students to cite Wikipedia, we're saying, make sure that your students understand how to read Wikipedia, how to navigate it, you know, how to understand bias, all of those things that are going to enable them to be better, um, you know, digital citizens, um, have better information literacy skills, which will stand them in good stead right throughout their academic career, but also just in their in their general life. Um, but coming back to this particular project, I have to say, I knew a little bit about this before this session, but it's so great to hear the really, um, the really sensitive and nuanced approach that was taken by Diana, but also by Lucy, you know, the society and the other students, um, and thinking about all the different issues that were going to be pertinent for this. Um, and I love that you had a big group of people who were really just interested, even if they weren't going to go on to edit the pages, they were interested in what was happening around this. Um, there's something you said, Wikipedia, um, Ewan, at the start, which was something about Wikipedia being the record of history. And, and I, I thought, mm, I don't see it as that in that way. I see Wikipedia, an article on Wikipedia, as, as a contemporary, very contemporary. I mean, you know, I can tell you something right now. Uh, presentation and perspective on 
um, on a historical event or person that draws on the mainstream historiography, but also can look at what's hidden, what's missing, what other sources may be, and not at the forefront of our um, sort of received uh, wisdom about something. And knowledge and information is contested. History is contested. Everybody involved in this project, I'm sure, would have already been aware of that. But um, but that is is true as true on Wikipedia as it is anywhere. Um, so having these sorts of really informed discussions, really taking board the different issues, thinking about how we can highlight different histories through Wikipedia, whilst retaining that neutral point of view. And, and I think Diana alluded to the fact that nothing's really neutral, of course, you know, we all bring our own particular bias, but by lots of different people collaborating, collaborating on an article and contributing, then those biases become evened out. Um, and in fact, there's a there was a study by Harvard which showed that the more people that collaborated on on a piece of work, on an article, the more neutral it became. Um, but we are living in a world of the imperfect in so many ways. Wikipedia is an imperfect project, um, but it gets better and better whenever these sorts of projects happen. So it was really just a delight to hear all about it. I love the clarity from this conversation regarding citing Wikipedia in academic settings. Wikipedia pages aren't meant to be cited directly, but they're incredibly helpful source aggregators. I also enjoyed hearing about how the always changing nature of Wikipedia allows it to enhance our knowledge of history, as while nothing is truly neutral, more sources which may have been hidden can be added to create a more holistic knowledge base. Now, the conversation rounds out with the participants giving their final thoughts on the project and the relationship between Wikimedia and history. Thank we are going to have to sort of draw things to a close. I just want to thank everyone for contributing and uh, both to this conversation and to the, the coverage of, of Scotland's history as related to the transatlantic slave trade and black history. And it, it, it has been a positive experience for me and I hope that it has been for you. And I'll leave maybe the final word with, with you and uh, maybe go around and around Robin. Grace, do you want to say a final word? Sure, yeah. Um, I feel really grateful to have been a part of this project and hope that in the future, if um, this project continues, that I could be, be a part of that. But in my own personal life, I look forward to implementing any future research that I do and, and seeing how it's reflected on Wikipedia and also just as I'm you know, reading for fun and things like this, just popping in to check on it. Or when I do a quick Google search, just seeing what's up and maybe keeping keeping tabs on on me as, with the skills that I've learned in school and, and the history that I've learned, how I can, you know, be a part of the more public conversation. Great. Thanks, Grace. Shan, do you want to sort of uh, round things off from your point of view? Yeah, and it's definitely been um, a really positive experience. And uh, I think, yeah, I think one of the main takeaways for me is how accessible Wikipedia is to users and actually like editing it, editing or even so what my particular group, we made a page. So for me, I was like, that's so exciting. Like this page didn't exist before. And now if you Google Jean-Baptiste Philippe, like that's something that exists. I don't know, that sounds good. <laughs> Nerdy, but I, think I was just so impressed that that um, isn't, as, isn't as difficult in a sense that like we were able to learn the skills quickly. But then obviously, as other people have mentioned, there's like a, a fact checking process and kind of a reviewing process. 
but yeah I, I think that's something that will definitely stick me in as Grace kind of said this whole um notion of wanting to make sure like research that you end up doing can be accessible um I'd love to think that in the future sometime maybe <laughs> I do something that's publishable I might think to say well I can add a section now to Wikipedia and that's like a another um another way of kind of promoting history and um providing different kind of aspects or different points of view well not different points of view but uh, new research there you go <laughs> as neutral as I could ever try to be. <laughs> Thank you Shan. Lucy Parfit? Yeah, um, it's been fab to organise this project and I'm just so glad that we could organise it in a way which involved lots of different perspectives and lots of different quite nuanced and personal and sensitive conversations and the team who who kind of stuck it stuck it out have been great. Um, and yeah, just to echo Grace, I've also sort of found myself wanting to use the new skills just in my sort of everyday life my sort of personal mission over the summer is to to make the dreadful page that's related to my dissertation that I've just handed in um like actually okay um so yeah I think um it's a really good empowering skill set to have and and hopefully the new history committee next year will be keen to do something similar so yeah it's a very positive note uh Diana uh do you want to have the final word uh, yeah, thank you. I mean, I'd um, add that we, we couldn't have done it without you, Ewan, and having you here at the university really um, enabled us to do this because, of course, you brought all that um, technical um, and Wikipedia-specific um, knowledge to it. And I just wanted to sort of shout out some of the articles that we made maybe as a, as a final point because we haven't talked that much about the actual content that we added and Sean mentioned um, Jean-Baptiste Philippe who was uh, born in Trinidad and I think studied at the University of Edinburgh and wrote this uh, really interesting pamphlet called Free Mulatto uh, arguing for greater rights for uh, people of mixed African and European descent in Trinidad in the early 19th century. Um, we added an article about the Lothian Black Forum which was a anti-racist campaigning group um, in the, I think in the in the 1980s in in Edinburgh, we made um, quite a lot of edits to the article on James the Fourth of Scotland, who uh, was a king who had uh, a number of um, African people or African descended people at his court, um, playing um, quite important and interesting roles. So um, I'm just sort of trying to remember any of the others that we added. I think those were some of the most um, important. But, um, you know, there's a sort of range of different topics that, that we we engage with that people on the project were able to uh, engage with and, and add material to. And I think that that was um, great for all of us to sort of learn about those different topics a bit more. Um, but also it means that that, that material is there. Uh, now on Wikipedia and I'm really happy to have been able to be part of something that that enabled that to happen. I think that's a really happy and positive note to end on that the, these edits now will become open education resources themselves and be added to and expand and grow over time and people will find these pages and be able to learn from them and expand them further. So I'd just like to thank everyone for taking part today, to ha Hannah 
for creating some engaging resources, Professor Diana Payton uh, for, for initiating this project and for the, the contribution of the History Society and Lucy Parfit and for our brilliant uh, contributors as well, Grace, Shan, Lucy and everyone else that took part in the project and Lucy uh, Crompton-Reed at Wikimedia UK and thank you all. Thank you for listening to the final episode of our Wikimedia series. A huge thank you to our contributors on today's episode, those on the previous four episodes, and to Ewan McAndrew for organizing this series and making it happen. In editing and producing this series, my preconceived notions about Wikipedia have been shattered, and I look forward to contributing to the creation and editing of Wikipedia pages in the future. Teaching Matters is brought to you by the University of Edinburgh's Institute for Academic Development. For more posts and conversations about teaching and learning, head to our blog. We'd be delighted for you to join the conversation. To do so, please email us at teachingmatters.ed.ac.uk. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider following us on Spotify or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Music for today's episode was provided by Hook Sounds. Stay curious.